Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Welcome, everybody, to the Getting Magnetic Show with Sandy and Wade. We are so excited to be here with you guys today and pumped up to bring you guys a ton of value with the guests we're going to be interviewing today. Not even interviewing, just having a conversation. Barry Brooksby is someone we've been able to work with, but beyond that, develop you know a personal relationship, a friendship with, and we know we knew he was going to add a ton of value to you guys. I think you know in continuing our money series, first week we had you know get your money right with with Greg O'Brien of GOCPA. And speaking of, if you haven't listened to the building your financial SWAT team with Greg O'Brien. That was last week's episode. Go back and check that out. This is a series that will be the first one to listen to. And if you want to get in touch with Greg, remember you can get in touch with him at gregobriancpa.com slash getting magnetic. We'll put that in the show notes. Back to the episode. Start to understand where your money's going, where it's coming in, how it's going out, and start to get that money right. From there, we're going to start to make and bring in more than we spend. And then there's going to be extra. And then what do we do from there? We're looking to grow that. So after you have, you know, someone who minds your money, who takes care of it, who has the record straight, now it's time to grow it. Now it's time to partner with someone, build your financial SWAT team to someone who can help grow that money safely and securely, but also consistently. That's where Barry came into play for us. And where we found Barry, we evaluated successful people and looked at wealthy people and looked at people we wanted to model our lives after and realized, huh, they aren't doing what everyone else is doing. They aren't necessarily just investing in stocks in the stock market and have a 401k until it's time to retire in their 60s. No. What we found, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. They're passionate about what they do. They never want to retire. They do kind of what we'll call non-typical investment ideas and strategies. And that doesn't mean more risky. They're just taking maybe the path less travel. They're searching and seeking like different things. I think what we're going to talk about today should become so mainstream. I think everyone in the world should be doing it, but people just don't necessarily know about it. And that's why we're here to educate today. So we've gotten to know Barry Brooksby. We actually knew him, you know, professionally and we over Zoom and he's always dressed professionally in a collared shirt where I'm over here in a snapback and a, in a <laughs> sleeveless hoodie. But we got to meet him in person. He lives in St. George, Utah. Sandy and I were on a road trip and we, we got to meet Barry over coffee and he is just an even better guy than he is, you know, our investment partner. So we're excited to introduce Barry. Uh, Barry, say hey to the Getting Magnetic crew. Thank you, Wade and Sandy. This is great. I'm looking forward to it. Hello, everyone. And I do agree. What we go through today could be life-altering, and it's unprecedented for what everyone else is doing, and you'll see the tremendous value 
based on what you can do with your money and the future it will provide for you. I'm excited. Really quick before we dive in, I would love Wade for you to share how you found Barry. Like I love that story. Yeah, it was it was kind of I got magnetic to Barry. I didn't even know it. But <laughs> essentially, uh actually Greg and I were looking for ways to invest our money, we're looking ways to safely store our money, but to also grow it. But we were like I said looking for that non-traditional route. We were trying to to mimic what successful people were doing. So we found this guy, Garrett Gunderson, and he was like, basically like, ditch your 401k. You need to get an infinite banking or cash flow banking policy. Basically, essentially create your own bank. This was based on what the Rockefellers did. They had so much money. They studied Wall Street. They said, what is Wall Street doing? Why can't we duplicate that? And Barry's going to probably make this, tell this better than I do, but let's duplicate that system. So we made waves. We, we found Garrett Gunderson on a podcast and we kind of started to look at what he was doing and what his company was doing. And that led us to keep searching, keep searching for professionals like the best in the business of who could help us set up these, our own banks, these infinite banking policies. And you'd think to set up your own bank, you need millions and millions. No, anyone can do it. We found Barry. We connected with Barry, realized this guy's the best in the business. Let's connect with him. And from there, it kind of, that's how it, that's how it, that's how I met Barry, and from there we've been able to like build a special relationship together. I love it. So Barry, will you just share a little bit of your story? Like, who is Barry? You know, go back 21 years ago to 2000. I was actually the director of the guitar program at one of the universities here in Utah, and it's strange to think I come from this rock and roll guitar background, and here I am a top financial advisor in the country, working with people all over the country. But I love it. I'm very passionate about guitar. I've written an album. I'm working on another album. And in 2000, my summers would slow down. I was teaching a lot of guitar classes and private lessons. And I had a buddy that was a financial advisor. And I said, you know, tell me, what do you do? I want to learn more. To make a long story short, I ended up getting licensed and started building a financial business as a guitar player. And it was really peculiar because people, you know, maybe weren't taking me serious as a guitar player moving to the financial world, but I learned some very valuable things. But what I found is when I started putting my own money in the market 21 years ago and my client's money in the market, a year or two went by and we discovered that we weren't earning or making the money that we thought we were going to make. There was a ton of volatility, losing money, not making money. Well, what was painful was to get the calls from the clients and they're saying, Barry, where are these great returns you told us we were going to earn? And I was so new in the business, I didn't know what to tell them. So I went back to my mentor who got me in the business. I said, Bryce, what do I tell these people? And he gave me this answer over and over and over again. And that was, tell your clients they're in it for the long haul. And I got so tired of that answer. I wanted to find something better. And that's when I discovered infinite banking, real estate, and really what the wealthy do in this world. But also, you asked Sandy, Barry Brooksby, what about Barry Brooksby? You know, my wife and I, uh, we have five children, but we didn't plan on five kids. Mindy had had multiple miscarriages, and so we ended up adopting some of our children. Our first three kids are adopted. 
You look at our family picture, you wouldn't know it. It's pretty incredible. But I'll tell just one of these quick stories with uh, our oldest son. His name is Seven, just like the number. Love it. My favorite number. Yeah. And and we named him that for some biblical reasons and spiritual reasons, et cetera. But what's so amazing is when we went through this process of adopting him, it was a closed adoption. And we were we went through our church and we were able to meet the birth mom one time. And then they told us, you guys can't see each other ever again. Well, for 18 years, you can't see each other for 18 years. So we were living in northern Utah at the time. We drove up to Boise, Idaho to have our one and only face to face appointment with her. And we had been writing letters back and forth. And we just fell in love with this girl like, oh, my gosh. She's giving her baby to us. I mean, you can just imagine that connection that we had. So we meet her for the first time, loved her. She felt like a part of the family. And then we leave. And Mindy and I are driving back to our home in tears like, oh, my gosh, we're not going to see this girl for 18 years. It just doesn't feel right. And so we were praying. This all happened on a Thursday, praying and praying like, oh, my gosh, there's got to be something that happens. Friday goes by. Saturday night, we were supposed to go out with some friends. So I get in the car. I'm running a few errands. My album, my first album had just come out during that time. So I think I was looking for boxes at Staples or something and going to go drop some CDs in the mail to people that had bought my album. I'm in the parking lot of Staples in Logan, Utah. I look down the aisle of the parking lot and I see this car coming toward me. And in the car, I see this woman mouth my name like Barry. And I look in the car and it's Sheila. And I'm thinking, what in the world? What are you doing here in Logan, Utah? She gets out of the car. We hug. She says, yeah, my best friend lives in Logan. I had no idea you guys lived here. I said, this is a godsend. So I get her and I'm like, Sheila, you're coming home with me. We're going home right now. You're going to see Mindy and we're going to tell the agency that we've met. And we're thinking, oh, no, they're not going to let us adopt the baby. Long story short, we ended up adopting the baby. We have an open adoption with Sheila. Our church kind of changed their platform based on our experience and a few other people of, hey, maybe this open adoption thing is pretty good. And our next two children same type of miraculous events were open adoptions as well. Anyway, then Mindy had two babies of her own, right? I mean, just incredible. God's oh miraculous stories. It gives me the chills. I love your story. And you have such a, like, when you tell it, I feel like I'm there. Like, I felt like I was standing with you outside of Staples and I saw the car pulling up and her wording. Very, oh my gosh, so incredible. Yeah. Divine appointment, right? Ask not and you shall have not. Barry and his family prayed over this. Ask and it is given. They prayed over it. They put it into their thoughts, their intentions. They put it out into the world. They, they asked God for that and boom, it appears. And now like they've been able to pioneer, you know, more open adoption kind of policy in their church and like truly amazing. So this is like the background of Barry, and I love it because when we, you know, first met him, it's over Zoom. He's in his button down. Next thing we know, we get to know Barry. He has adopted, his family has adopted three children. They have five beautiful children. 
Their firstborn son name is seven. Seven is a huge number in our life. It's Sandy's favorite number. I've adopted it as my favorite number. Next thing I know too, behind the the button down, Barry has absolute pipes and he can absolutely shred it on the guitar. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy is just the man. I want to be friends with this guy. And so we're driving through Zion, Utah on our road trip after we left Barry. He was like, hey, yeah, I, I actually recorded an album. You could listen to it on Spotify. I start listening to it. We're going through We're Red Rock Canyons, and he's just shredding on the guitar. And I'm like, this is amazing. So you know when you meet those people, like it's a divine appointment. They come into your life for a reason. You get magnetic towards them. And that, that was Barry for us. So Barry, all right, absolutely love your story. I want to segue into what you do. How did you transition from financial advising? How did you get into infinite banking? And and then from there, go into like, what is infinite banking for someone who has just no idea? Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, the financial world just in general is very confusing. If you buy stocks or mutual funds, some of you out there have probably gotten that inch thick prospectus from an investing company. And these investment companies, they really want to confuse you because there's this belief that they want you to have that you don't know what you're doing with your money. You need to give it to us. We're the professionals. You give us your money. We're going to make you wealthy. It doesn't work. I've seen it now for over 20 years. The traditional model of 401ks, IRAs, and mutual funds, it doesn't work. Now, look, maybe there's an anomaly here and there like a Zuckerberg or something, but it's just very, very rare for people to create true wealth in the market. So as I was going through that, I can tell the story quickly, but this took years to figure out. That story I told with my financial uh, mentor, it took years beyond that to figure out what really works, real estate and infinite banking. So as I was going through this journey, what really did it for me was I got tired of losing money in the market, but I also hated seeing my clients lose money in the market. And I was losing sleep and I knew they were losing sleep too. And the phone calls would be like, Barry, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I just got fed up with it. So my mindset became, I am going to find something better. And what I found was high cash value, permanent whole life insurance. Now, at first glance, when I read or heard of whole life insurance, I was like, you got to be kidding me. There's no way this works the way they're saying it works. So I've done all the homework. I figured this out for all my clients that when they come and work with me, I've taken care of the headache. I've taken care of the years of trying to figure this out. I have the solution right here in front of them. Infinite banking is an overfunded, high cash value, whole life insurance policy. It's not traditional whole life, and we're not doing it necessarily for the life insurance component. Yes, there is death benefit that you will have to protect your family, which is very important. I actually had a 41-year-old client pass away a few years ago. So it happens. But what he, he did, he took my advice. He had whole life insurance and he had term insurance. When we first met, he had no idea that four years later, he was going to pass away from stage four skin cancer. And this guy was a healthy chiropractor. But get this, married, three kids passes away. Fortunately, he had enough death benefit with the whole life and the term, his family's well taken care of. There's not a 
financial tragedy on top of and premature tragedy of him passing away. But yes, there is death benefit with whole life insurance. That's not the main reason we do it. The reason we use whole life insurance is number one, it's been around for over 175 years. It's a time-tested product. Two, the money that you put into a high cash value policy, it's guaranteed to grow every year. Now think about that compared to your 401k or IRA. Do you have any idea 10 years from now what your 401k balance is going to be? No, it's volatile. I knew people that were ready to retire in 08 that a year prior lost 30 to 40% of their portfolio and they had to work another 10 or 15 years. So it's it's heart-wrenching to see that oh, you save all this money and you don't know if it's going to be there or not. But with infinite banking, a high cash value whole life policy, that money is guaranteed to grow every year. It's not tied to the stock market and you have a guaranteed contractual growth rate from the insurance company. But check this out. Not only that, the money inside of your infinite banking plan is liquid. You can use it today. You don't have to wait till you're 59 and a half like you do in a qualified plan, like an IRA or a 401k. You can use that money today, reinvest back into your business, reinvest back into real estate holdings, whatever you might want to do. But it's a way to be your own bank. And rather than the financial institutions or the banks getting rich, you're getting rich and more wealthy because you are your own bank. And my last thing I'll mention here as far as benefits, because this is all about you. This is all about benefits that you get from a high cash value infinite banking plan is that you're growing your money tax-free. The number one eroding factor of our money today is tax. It, for some of us, it's 50%. When you look at cell phone tax, gasoline tax, property tax, state tax, federal tax, I mean, it can erode half of your money. So if you're growing money tax-free, it won't matter what tax rates will be 10, 20, 30 years from now. You'll have this big pile of cash that you can use as a tax-free stream of income. Lastly, when done correctly, these infinite banking plans they're outperforming market-based investments anyway. So you're getting a better product, it's guaranteed, and you're going to have more peace of mind, security, and obviously abundance in your life because of all those benefits. I love that. So thank you for putting the overview out there for people. If you're listening and you're like, this sounds too good to be true, I thought the same thing. I'm going to go into how Sandy and I have utilized this how the average person can utilize this. So like I said, we were looking for that alternative method. And then, you know, I, I hear, okay, this whole life insurance policy, like we've all heard of life insurance, but what, and I understood what Barry went through. It's not typical. We actually weren't looking for a death benefit. We looked at this as a financial vehicle. I had a 401k. Sandy had an investment account. They were growing. We were paying fees on it. We would pay taxes on it. So I look at my 401k and I'm like, Huh, for my corporate career. I can't touch this till I'm 59 and a half. I'm going to have to pay taxes on it. And you, like, the hope is I'm paying less taxes when I take it out, meaning I'm making less money. No, I want to make more money every year. Why would I? And, and we don't know where the tax rate's going to go. So I had no control over that. I couldn't touch it until I was 60. And 
I didn't want to have to rely on the market going up and down and left and right. And something like an 08, when you're getting ready to retire and boom, something like that hits, all of a sudden you have to work another 10 years. That was so out of my control. I was like, okay, I want to look for a financial vehicle. And that's what this is. It's a financial vehicle. And it might sound or think like, well, I need a lot of money to do it or I need to be sophisticated. And the answer is no, it is easy. And it is for the average person. We'll get into who it's for. But for us, due to COVID, I was able to cash out my 401k without a penalty. I was able to transition it into a whole life policy to set up our own family bank. We did the same with Sandy's investment account. We cash it out. We put it in. We, I have a policy under myself. Sandy has a policy under her. And we have set up our family bank. What I look at, these funds that we put in there are now legacy. They're in there and they grow every year at a pretty stable amount, call it five to 6%. Barry can correct me there. And that's just going to grow. And we can't pull it out. That number will always grow and it'll always be in there. So that is now legacy investment. That can be passed down. Now, what I, when I realized, okay, I can also take a loan off that and all this money stays within. I take a loan from myself out of my own bank, yet that value keeps growing at the number. The money doesn't come out. It's just collateral against the loan. That is amazing. But then I realized, whoa, I wasn't thinking about a death benefit, but that's just a kicker. I keep, you know, putting money into this and it keeps growing over life. And all of a sudden I've built legacy where whenever we pass, Sandy and I plan on being super healthy and dropping dead at like 120. That's the plan. And then at 120, my kids and great grandkids and grandchildren are all going to get, you know, a piece of this pie. That's pretty amazing too. So I love like that is how we thought of it and set it up. And it really is for everyone. I love that. Long-term vision, right? Long-term vision. Yes. So can I ask you a question, Barry? Like a lot of this stuff is kind of over my head in some ways, but I trust Wade with like all the numbers and financial things. So I'm learning as we go along, but I want to ask why in your opinion is this better than investing in the stock market? Yeah, really good question because that is what most people think. I'm going to follow the crowd. I'm going to follow the traditional rationale and advice of Wall Street. But think about this. When you make a Wall Street investment or any stock market investment, you're dealing with three primary issues. Number one is volatility. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. You don't know where you're going to land when you actually need the money. The second one is the fees. And you know what's interesting? The most popular financial tool out there, a 401k, is one of the highest feed tools in the investment world. Matter of fact, the fees in a 401k, most of those, about half legally, don't even have to be disclosed. So if you have a 401k, you're paying fees you don't even realize that you're paying. And even John Bogle, the founder of Vanguard, said a 2% fee over a 40 to 50 year time frame of investing can erode up to 50% of your portfolio. So you think about that, you might have uh, one or 2% in fees, that isn't that big of a deal, but if half your portfolio is gone when you retire, those fees make a huge impact. And then number three, the other third issue is the taxes, that most people are investing tax deferred. It feels like a tax savings right now, but it isn't. What you're doing is you're kicking the tax can down the road. It's a tax deferral, not a tax savings. You're simply saying, I'm not going to pay the tax now, 
I'm going to pay the tax future. But wait, as you mentioned, if you're making more money in the future in retirement, which is what we all want to do, you could potentially be in the same or even higher tax bracket. So if you're taking money out now in retirement and it's 100% taxable, again, it's a major eroding factor. So again, we've got volatility, we've got fees, and we've got taxes. Those are the three main issues, Sandy, that people really want to begin looking at infinite banking because we avoid all those problems. There are none of those problems that we have to deal with in infinite banking. And then ultimately, what is the price to have peace of mind? What's the price to have security? You can't really put a number on that. And sleeping well at night and knowing your financial future is protected, those are the things that come about in life. And when you have that freedom in your life, aren't you going to produce a lot more in other areas of your life and have more abundance in your life? Wow. I love hearing you. The way you speak about it, I can tell you're so passionate about it and just... Um, Knowledgeable. Yeah. It's really fun to listen to. So then what's your advice? Like, let's say someone listening right now has a 401k. What's your advice to them? What should they do? Yeah. And this is going to be a blanket statement, which I don't like to do. I, I do like to look at everyone's situation on a case-by-case -case basis. but Here's my blanket statement. If you're getting a match on your 401k, that's a good thing because you're earning, you know, 100% return. So let's say you're putting in 3%, you're getting a 3% match, it's 100% rate of return. But I don't recommend that you invest the 401k dollars in the market. You actually just keep it in the 401k like a money market account within the 401k. You're not going to earn a whole lot of interest, but it doesn't matter because you already earned 100% return on the match. If you're not getting a match, you shouldn't do a 401k. You shouldn't do an IRA. And the reason I say that is because of all of those problems that I mentioned. And if you reallocate those dollars to high cash value, whole life, infinite banking, you get all those benefits I talked about. You don't have to worry about losing money. You don't have to worry about what are taxes going to be in the future? There's so many, and we're just scratching the surface today. Wait, I know it was so fun meeting with you because you had a ton of questions. You were more than thorough in our appointments. I remember thinking, holy crap, this guy asks a lot of questions, which is good because I love it. I love questions. That's how we learn the best. So asking questions shows your thirst for knowledge. But I just remember you were so like, Aggressive is a strong word, but you were very aggressive about getting to the bottom of how do these policies really work? And I loved it because you were like, I'm ingrained. I'm going to get to the bottom of this and figure it out for myself. And ultimately, you ended up implementing a policy. But think about this because you mentioned a death benefit. In your 401k or IRA, if you pass away, your family only gets, gets the balance of that money and they'll still have to pay tax on it. In an infinite banking plan, if you pass away, not only does your family get the money, they get a much larger death benefit than what you've put in, and it's tax-free. So th there are many more benefits that we don't have time to get into today, but are out there. And if we have time, I'll talk about a real estate benefit too. Yeah. So I want to get into that, like how to utilize a policy next, but to drive home you don't have to do all the homework here because Barry has done it for decades. I've done it for a few years now. 
If you trust us, you can go with it, but you'll still, you know, if you were to have a conversation with Barry, he would walk you through everything. You still do your own homework and what works best for you. But to drive, to reiterate Barry's three points on why infinite banking policy is so smart, I'm going to bring it back to how we use it and Barry, correct me if I'm wrong or add to it. But for us, I'm going to come back to, I pulled my 401k out. Let's say it was a hundred thousand just to use a, a, a round number. And again, you don't need that much. I'm just using that as a round number. I was able to take it from a volatile market that could go up and down and put it into a whole term overfunded life policy, which over the past 175 plus years has earned on average between five and 6%. You get a dividend. It's somewhere in that range. And I knew that was steady. Boom. Two. It's also, so it's growing at that every year, no matter what. Two, it's growing tax free. I want, I like, I want that to grow tax free. I plan on making a lot of money in this lifetime. I don't want to have the huge high tax bracket and get absolutely crushed when I go to take that out or utilize that. Also, I have access to it as I can take loans against the policy and we'll get a little more into that and how to utilize that. But then also the fees. It's so crazy to think about, okay, I'm paying one or 2% assets under management. Yeah, whatever. But you're paying that every year. And like Barry said, that can erase half of your value of your 401k over a lifetime, over four or five decades, which, you know, that's why you invest in a 401k for the long term. That is like wild. It, it, when you really understand that, I was like, this is not okay. So while there are fees within a, an infinite banking policy, it's a way different structure and it is so much more beneficial over the lifetime of it. So Barry, I want you to go into... I'll get to who can set it up last and how to set it up. But say someone sets up a policy, then what? What are the best ways to maximize this vehicle? I know you've mentioned real estate, but how do you think about that? And I can go into how we personally do it too, but first, maybe you overall. Yep. I will address real estate first and then a couple other things. I'm a 15-year real estate investor as well. I love real estate. It's a tangible asset. It cash flows. Robert Kiyosaki talks a lot about that in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And real estate provides natural tax benefits just in and of itself. When you use an infinite banking plan, generally you're taking a policy loan for the down payment of the real estate you're going to purchase. So let's say you want to buy a rental property. It's $100,000. You need a $20,000 payment. You're still going to get an $80,000 loan from the bank. But instead of coming out of pocket with your own 20 grand for the down payment, you take a policy loan and here's why. When you have a policy loan, they don't physically remove the money from your cash value. The money- So in let's the, the 100,000. Like, let's just use that 100,000 example in the, in the plan. Okay. Yep. So we're going to take a loan against it. You take, they send your check for 20 grand, but your full 100,000 is still earning interest and it's still earning dividends. There's no lost opportunity cost. You are paying a 5% loan rate on that 20 grand, but you're still earning 5% on the full 100,000. So when you look at the math compared side by side, you pay the loan back, you're reducing the principal balance of the loan, therefore you pay less interest over time. But your full 100,000 is still compounding. It's still growing, it's still earning interest and dividends. So even though you have a loan paying 5%, you're still coming out ahead because of the compound effect of the policy. So there's no lost opportunity cost. If you pulled that 20 grand out of a savings account, 
or your 401k or an IRA or some other investment, that money's gone. It's not working for you there anymore. That isn't the case in the life insurance policy. It's working for you. So your dollars are doing multiple things at the same time. Wow. Mm. It honestly seems like a no brainer. Like, why doesn't everyone do this? Why don't we all know about this? You know, why isn't this? That's very, that's our goal here today. And that's Barry's, you know, life's purpose and mission to spread this, to help people with it. And it, cause it, honestly, I've done so much homework on it. Like Barry said, I was, I was like almost annoying how many questions I had It's because I wanted to make sure this was legit what it looked like. And it is, and it's a very, very special vehicle to, to, provide that pathway for you and your family to have, you know, financial freedom to grow your money to safely and securely. I love that. So getting into that, how Sandy and I have used this so far is we have now our own bank through these policies and we can draw from that. It doesn't pull the money out. It just counts against it. So if we were to never pay the loan back at when we die at 120, it would just knock off that amount plus the interest. But we've used it to buy rental properties, to invest in real estate, like Barry said. So I think a cash flowing rental property, and that's something we're going to cover, sneak peek on future episodes, is a brilliant investment. But what we've done is, okay, we have our own bank set up. It's growing at that 5 or 6%. I'm going to pull from it because I see I could go earn maybe 12% over here in real estate. And now obviously no return, real estate return is guaranteed, but let's just say I see an option where I'm going to make 12% on this rental property. So we've then pulled and we've bought three rental properties with our infinite bank that we've set up. Now my money is earning in the infinite bank. I'm paying 5% interest. I'm earning in the real estate and I'm using those real estate returns to pay back the loan. And it's just, I'm keeping all the money within our circle, within our family. We've created our own Wall Street, which sounds so sophisticated, but it truly is simple at the end of the day. So Barry, I kind of want you to transition into who can do this and how does someone go about like setting one of these up? Yeah. Another way to use it, think if you're a business owner and you're buying or leasing equipment, what a lot of people don't realize is if you lease equipment, you are paying some interest on the back end. What I tell clients is, look, buy the equipment with cash from your policy and pay yourself back instead of that leasing company or the bank. So what that means is the lease on the back end, you might be in charge eight, nine, 10% and not even realize it. But if you can pay yourself back eight, nine or 10%, that's a great thing to do. It's all about changing your thought process about how money works. And that's what Kiyosaki taught in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If we think differently about how money works, we're going to create more wealth for ourselves than for the other financial institutions out there. To your question, who's this for? I have clients right now in 49 states. I'm a virtual advisor, love what I do. And I have clients, Wade, Sandy, that do $500 a month in a policy. I have other clients that are doing 20000 a month into a policy. That's up to you. It's a personal decision. Here's a recommendation. Look at 10% of your gross annual income, and let's look at some numbers based on that. That's a good place to start, at least with talking about numbers. And then if you decide to go less than that or higher than that, that's up to you. But it's a good place to start if you think of 10% of your gross annual income. And everyone should be doing this, like you said earlier. 
if you have discretionary income or you're saving and investing money now, you absolutely should make infinite banking a part of your portfolio. Most people today, if you ask them where are they saving, it's tax deferred and it's taxable. But what do people want? They want tax free. Yet most of their money isn't in tax free. It's tax deferred and it's taxable. This is a way for them to get that tax free bucket of money going. Mm. So I know you said it could be anything from like five hundred a month to you know yeah. twenty thousand a month. What's a good starting point, like chunk? Or what's like the to minimum to like start? Like how much a month? Is it five hundred? Is it five hundred roughly the minimum? That yeah, five hundred is roughly the minimum to have a, a policy, a good starter policy. But then you can overfund with an additional first year premium as well. So let's say you start a policy at a thousand dollars a month. That policy at twelve thousand a year, you could also add an additional twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar lump sum to that. If you're sitting on some cash or you have a 401k or IRA and you're wondering, man, what do I do with this money? You can overfund the infinite banking plan with that first premium payment to really turbocharge that cash value growth. Got it. Okay. So if I'm doing the math right, 500 times 12, that would be 6,000 a year. That's like a good place. That would be a starting point. That's like a good minimum. Yeah. Now you can do more than that. A lot of people do a lot more than that. If it's less than 6000 a year, build up to that first before you start a policy, I think is what Gary said. Correct. Awesome. And you said you're in 49 states. I'm just curious, which state are, are we not in yet? Yeah, please find me a client in Vermont so I can say I have clients in 50 states. Okay, oh, we're we're going to we're going to make that happen. Thank and you. I'm curious, are you just in the US or can you do because we have global listeners, so I'm just curious. These policies specifically are US based. Okay. Canada residents if they have a visa or some tie to the US could potentially get a policy, but yes, 99% of the time it's US. Got it. Love it. All right, we're going to go into towards the end of the segment of the show. We're going to what we call the fire round. We're just going to hit you with a few questions, whatever comes to mind. Just hit us with it. All right. We're talking about business and finances and all the things. When you think of a book that comes to mind that really helped you with all of this, like what book do you think of? Yeah, right off the bat, it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, he... He changed the landscape of the way people think about money. I love the book and I recommend everyone read it. I love that. We recently did a book club on his book and we loved it. Okay. What's one of your biggest learning lessons in life? It could be about business or just anything. You know, I read a book a few years ago called The Speed of Trust, uh, Stephen Covey, I believe. And it's so important to build trust. Uh, but trust does something for us. One, I think it creates more abundance in our lives. And that's why I love this relationship with the two of you. But as you think about people you work with in the future, that's a really key component. I tell people often, you know, what you see is what you get with me. You see my family picture. I love to mountain bike. I'm in the gym a lot, all those types of things. But I think trust is a really big component of that. And I can assure you and anyone else out there that in the future does business with me. That's what I bring to the table. High integrity. I shoot straight. 
a lot of financial advisors are commission driven. I don't really care about that. Yes, I want to make money, but I help a lot of people. So I do a ton of business and a lot of volume. And what's cool about these infinite banking plans is they are a low cost product with a ton of benefit for everyone else. Mm, love it. Okay, being that you're a guest here on Getting Magnetic, I want to ask you, what does Getting Magnetic mean to you? Yeah, it's that law of attraction, right? You put it out there to God or to the universe, and somehow it comes. It's funny, I was in our shed. We've got this storage shed in the back of the, of the yard, and I was out there digging through some stuff, and I was looking at this vision board that I created like, I don't know, nine years ago. Everything on that vision board came to fruition. And I looked at it, I was like, man, those were kind of small goals. But back then, they were like, man, if I can get these, that would be amazing. Today, they're like, oh, yeah, I can go do that right now if I want to. <laughs> oh, so that. amazing. I love that. That is so true. I had the same realization where I set some goals a couple years ago. And I looked, and I, I looked back and I hit every single one. And same thing, like those seemed so massive at the time. But now it's like, oh my gosh, like that was it. That's all I was thinking. And I love Tony Robbins said, we often often overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five years or 10 years. And I think that's so true. We look back years and years later and we're like, wow, I, I was playing small. I could have played so much bigger. So if you're setting goals, shoot for the moon, shoot for the moon. You'll end up amongst the stars. Play it big. There's nothing different between a small goal and a big goal. Put it out there. Put it out there. Um, all right, we got a few more questions for you. What are you most excited for in life right now? You know, frankly, growth. I mean, I'm I'm 50 and I feel like I'm 33. So for me, in my life, I'm always growing. It's spiritually, physically, I want to do better, mentally, emotionally, and in my relationships, in my own company. I'm a national company with a national brand. I grow. I create. I think abundantly. So really, I'm excited for the future from a growth perspective. And it's possible. That's what you think about. You know, there are people out there that build skyscrapers. There are people out there that have been to the moon. There are people out there that accomplish things that some of us might think are impossible. But look, if someone else has done it, you can do it too. You just put yourself on the path. What's so interesting is you... Uh, there was an interview done with Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett. They were asked the question, what do you attribute your success to? Instantly, they had the exact same answer. And their answer was focus. You focus and then you never give up. We're all going to fail, but we fell forward, right? We always just keep pushing forward, never give up. Just keep making things happen. That's one of my favorite phrases. You just go out and you make it happen. I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. Feeling inspired chills over here. The All more right. time I spend with you, the more I just, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for listeners out there, let's say they're feeling inspired too. They want to get magnetic to Barry. Where can we connect with you? How does, how does someone go about getting in touch with you or connecting with you? Thank you. Yeah, we have a special page dedicated to getting magnetic. My company is Focus Wealth Group. If you go to focuswealthgroup.com slash getting magnetic, that'll take you to a webinar that someone could 
watch and learn more about infinite banking and see some real life numbers. And then they can connect with me in a Zoom call and we can begin working together or at least answering questions. Yeah. Mm, perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Barry. I know this information and your story just touched thousands of listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. I look forward to having you on again. And um, look forward to future trips to St. George. And actually, last question, when's the next album coming? The plan is 2022. That, yes. that will be 25 years since my first album. Between, Legendary. Yeah, kids and work and everything else. 25 years later, the second album should be coming out in 2022. Imagine wow. being such a legend that you only release albums every 25 <laughs> Well, thank you for your time, Barry. I know you just Thanks blessed a lot of people. We look forward to just staying in touch and have an awesome day. You too. Thank you so much, you guys. That guy is a legend. I love it. <laughs> I love him so much. And when we met him a few weeks back when we were in St. George, it's funny how you view people like, on zoom or when you have a virtual relationship versus when you meet in person i remember being like whoa barry's pretty jack didn't see that on the zoom <laughs> <laughs> i love that he's like a family man he absolutely shreds on the guitar and he's like a boss at you know money and finances and i remember when we met him we pulled up to the cafe we were meeting at first and there was this like gray minivan in the corner and i looked at sandy and i was like it was pretty run down, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, I hope that's not Barry. We might not be putting our money in the right place if it is. <laughs> <laughs> but then a Cadillac pulled up. We're like, there he yeah, is. That's like our money, man. A nice, like, caddy pulls up. We're like, okay, there's our money guy. And he, yeah, then he jumps out in his workout attire. I'm like, this is my guy. And he's got, like, his biceps. I was like, heck yeah, Barry. But, yeah, Barry added so much value. He's already added so much value to our life. And that's who we bring on these episodes are people who add value to us so they can, you know, add value to you guys as well. And if anything, you know, resonated with you or you want to learn more about how to work with Barry, I think I truly think everyone in the world should be doing this. I think it's worth just getting to know him and getting to know the process and what it entails. It's pretty simple, but you can connect with him at focuswealthgroup.com slash getting magnetic. He put together a special page uh, for you guys, for the listeners, which is really cool. And there's an awesome webinar that goes into further detail. And then you can connect with them and, and, you know, hopefully set up one of your own policies. So if you've been loving Getting Magnetic, I want to ask you to pay it forward. Have you sent it to a friend? Have you posted it on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn? Have you subscribed? Have you rated? Have you left us a review? All those things would be so incredible. So if you're loving what you're hearing, and you want to keep it coming, we would love to hear your feedback. And we're so excited to continue our final round of this money series. Next week, we will be getting into how to get into real estate investing and how to use potentially one of these policies to start using towards, you know, investing in other places like real estate. So we're super excited about that. And we'll catch you next time. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. <laughs>